0: you want to make new floor shopping easier, come to O Street Carpet. Hi, I'm Steve Carper. Our flooring professionals can help you choose the best flooring for you, your family, and your budget. We eliminate the confusion. Even better, you'll be enjoying your new flooring much sooner. No six or eight week waits. We'll install right away and save you money on installation. Floor shopping made easy every day at O Street Carpet. 17320 Street, family owned and operated, always the best value. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KntK FM Firth. 937 the ticket.
1: Hi, Sean Callahan here for Copple
0: Chevrolet, GMC, and things are rocking in Louisville. We've got transport showing up every day with loads of new inventory, lots of new trucks, SUVs, and crossovers. Our pre-owned inventory is also filling up fast. Our GMC terrain inventory is really
1: filling up fast, so we're putting special pricing on those right now. This is the time to check out our GMC terrains as we've got all models with a great selection of colors at a discounted price. So please stop in or check them out online at couplecars.com You'll be glad you did.
0: Nutrition Authority invites you to try Anarchy, which is an exciting new pre-workout for athletes and gym enthusiasts who want the most out of their workouts. Anarchy can only be found in Nutrition Authority. Remember, when you are results, the solution is simple. Nutrition Authority. Stop in, call, or check us out at MyNutritionAuthority.com. Life-changing research doesn't just take place in outer space. It's also happening right here in Nebraska, and you could play a key role. Solerion, one of the world's leading clinical research organizations, needs healthy adults who are 19 years old and older for research opportunity. If you qualify, you can earn up to $500 a day for time and travel. Overnight stays may be required. To learn more, call Solerion at 866-213-2965 or visit helpresearch.com/500. Are you looking for a solid, stable career in assembly, CNC machining, or injection molding? We got you
1: covered. Hi, Bob Williams, HR Director for Garner Industries, a world-class manufacturer with a 70-year history right here in Lincoln, And I just listed some great career opportunities that you can find by logging into GarnerIndustries.com. If you want top pay, excellent benefits, flexible work hours, and the opportunity to work in a clean, modern, air conditioned facility with great people, contact me today by applying online at GarnerIndustries.com.
0: This is On the Block with Strick and Nate, Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer, and nine year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. You're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. And hokey homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Nate. way to rock in the new year than with Mary Ellen's tell Charles and his crew that we sent you here on the block. Strick I'll go ahead and uh, tell the tale of the tape for tonight's game for Nebraska basketball because this one's pretty intriguing especially coming off of the dominating win against Iowa. A lot of optimism with the program right now and I'll, I'll have you break down Michigan State for us. Uh, your your keys to success and all that but tonight on the Big Ten Network Nebraska will face off against Michigan State. I'm assuming not many people are traveling to East Lansing, but if you are, uh, send us some pictures. Let us know that you're there. Uh, but on the Big Ten Network, six o'clock, Nebraska comes into this one at eight and six. Michigan State at nine and four. Uh, the spread currently in favor of Michigan State seven and a half. Uh, Points per game Michigan State the slight edge over Nebraska they average 71 a game points per game Nebraska averages just less than that at 68 Nebraska the edge on the defensive side of the ball giving up just under 65 points a game Michigan State giving up just over 66 and a half. Field goal percentage, much of the same. Rebounds, much of the same. Assists in favor of Michigan State. So, on paper, pretty close matchup for these two teams. Uh, For what it's worth, Nebraska, coming off of a two-game winning streak, gets the win against Queens 75-65, and then absolute domination at home against the Iowa Hawkeyes. They blow them out 66-50. Michigan State on a winning streak of their own. Uh, beating Penn State, Brown, Oakland, and Buffalo in their last four on a four-game winning streak. Now, before that, on the 4th of December, just under a month ago, they would fall to Northwestern. So I'm going to have you break it down for me, Strick. What what, what can people expect for this Michigan State team tonight?
1: Well, Michigan State, as you said, coming off a four-game uh, win streak here. Joey Hauser in the last game against Buffalo, he's their leading scorer. He had a double-double with 14-12. and 12 um one of the two guys that they really need to keep their eyes off uh, is on is AJ Hoggard as well um 11 points dished out 10 assists in the last game uh so those two are going to be uh really good pieces to try to contain they're right. shooting 51% in their last game uh 55% in the second half and and they'll get after you on the boards i mean they did not dominate buffalo on the boards but they will attack the boards. And they, like you said, the numbers are very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan state is a flagship. They've been a flagship of the, of the uh, big 10 conference for right. so, for a long time. I mean, eight final fours and 24 straight NCAA tournament Shoot. appearances. So, so they're, 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 they're a, uh, you know, a Stapleton of the big 10. Uh, There's a winning tradition. It's a winning mentality Izzo is one of the best coaches in the country. Um they played a tough non-con schedule, so they're seasoned. They're ready. Um, there's nothing that scared them. The only thing that they had a problem with is injuries. Uh, they had guys that were out and they were injured, uh, Jay Nakins and Malik Hall, but now they got those guys back, which is going to – with them at full strength, uh, full capacity, the assists, good numbers that they put up. They're going to share the ball. Uh, as you said in the last win, four people had – You know, double figures. So they're a very balanced team. And Nebraska is just going to have to do what they can do to be solid and to minimize turnovers, to minimize um, uh, second chance opportunities. If they just be solid in those instances, so when they get good stops on defense, that they secure the rebounds and take advantage of it, hopefully, in some secondary break type uh, action. But you got to go. It's a tough one on the road. The key to this is. You, you have to, I think, uh, Nate, I know you're going to probably ask this question, but there, there's some importance with these next stretch of games, yeah, especially these Right next where two. I was
0: going. Yeah, and, and I want to ask you, too, before we get into this next stretch for Nebraska, because I know that w- we can break down a little bit more the, the immediate future, because you have a couple road games, you have a couple home games, and I know that you've always said, Strick, you want to protect home. Uh, we can talk about the landscape of this season, <clears throat> what does this game mean moving forward, but are there any matchups you think for tonight that Nebraska could take advantage of? Because I, I look at this this Nebraska season, how it's played out. It seems like before the season, like you said, Strick, it's a different guy every single game. I mean, there, there's someone that's going to catch fire. Maybe someone doesn't have it that night. Uh, I mean, we've seen the Derek Walkers. We've seen the Casey Tamanagas, We've seen the Sam Greasels. I mean, it seems like it's everyone's taking their turn. And I don't know if maybe there's a matchup on the floor that you're looking at that would possibly be in Nebraska's favor, and maybe that Guy to look out for that okay He's going to be the one to potentially take Over this game
1: So here's here's the thing um, About this team They're pretty solid as far As not only their attacking of the glass Their balance there but they Are also solid in shooting the three They're shooting almost 38% from three So they're going to have to be very Active very crisp in their rotations Very similar to what they had to do against uh, Iowa um, I think that if you limit um, their ability to just be comfortable and to be able to just step into sh- shots, I would take chances at them where they're not as strong uh, outside of Malik Hall, who they've got coming back and still trying to get his legs together. They, You know, he's the only one that's really just uh, with high, high numbers shooting over 56 outside of maybe uh, uh, Sissoko. So um, they have to really get them to be two-point shooters. Uh, As opposed to three point comfortable shooters. And I think if they do that, uh, they'll give themselves a chance as well as taking advantage of um, some of their, um, you know, their lack of discipline in instances, as far as the Christmas of their, their rotations are, are sometimes sporadic. And so uh, Nebraska's got to be ready to knock down shots. If they knock down shots, uh, they'll be in this game, and then it's going to come down to, again, what we talk about all the time is free throws. Mm. Got to be able to make free throws uh, when it comes time to be uh, crunch time of the games.
0: Does it worry you this game being played in the zone Because I just – I look at this situation that happened with Creighton, big win on the road, right down the road – You kind of go into Assembly Hall in Indiana, very similar situation. I believe, actually, that game was played on a Tuesday, for what it's worth as well. You you go into a hostile environment. Do you think that's cause for concern in this Michigan State game? Or do you think possibly already having that situation unfold early plays to Nebraska's favor? Yeah, that's what I
1: talk about a lot, man, is a lot of the things that – Nebraska's already had to face some of the road challenges that they had to face I.e your Saint John's going to that tournament down in Orlando uh, right those things are all seasoning for in preparation for something like this um they're just gonna have to play with more energy you know um, they've got great wins a tough loss against Gonzaga a lot of people thought they probably should have won that and then you know they come right back after that and beat a, a you know a strong Kentucky team and then Villanova, uh so they 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 shown the capacity to to lose i think teams like alabama high level transition teams i'm hoping nebraska is taking a look at that because uh any any deflections any any situations where they can get out and and get easy opportunities they want to do it against this team and that's what alabama was able to do and was able to secure a win
0: yeah, that's what's so interesting when looking at this Michigan State team, Strick, because I, I'm kind of taking a deeper dive. And like you said, after beating Kentucky, who who entered the season at fourth, and then taking on Villanova, Michigan State jumped all the way up to number 12 in the country at one point, would fall to Alabama, would defeat Oregon, uh, barely get by Portland by one point in that neutral site game in the uh, Phil Knight Invitational falls to Notre Dame by 18, uh, then enters the month of of December, and not much better. They would then fall to uh, Michigan – or they would fall to Northwestern, excuse me. They would go on that four-game run like we said. So I think this Michigan State team is so fascinating because at one point they are as high as 12th in the country, but this is a a winnable game, or at least I think that's how Nebraska should be looking at it.
1: They should be looking at it from that standpoint. Uh, I think you want to try to log at least one of these next two. Um why not go and get it early? And then you never know what you have what would happen if you go out to Minnesota, but I think uh, your goal should be to get one of these two, hopefully lock this one in the bag uh, tonight and then you go out to Mich- uh, Minnesota and see if you can steal another. And then that puts you in a great position <laughs> when you find yourself coming home and and uh, uh, against Illinois, who's still strong, they got they they're, they're, they're still, I don't know. There's still some uncertainty with what yeah, they got I going on know. down there. It's it's, it's it's some weeks they play. It's like they're playing to the levels of their competition in some way. So, I mean, you get them at home before you go to Purdue. And so I think if you can log one of these next two, when you home game, you're still in a good position.
0: And I, I, I have this in my notes and I, this is the question I wanted to pose to you because I feel like we, we talk about this every time Nebraska has a game day. We talk about the stretch. We talk about what if scenarios, <laughs> I don't think anyone really expected Nebraska to beat Iowa the way that they did. I know we had both discussed this is a winnable game for Nebraska, sellout at PBA Thursday night, lots of things working in Nebraska's favor. That was an absolute beatdown. I mean, Nebraska, for what it's worth, embarrassed Iowa. So I'm I'm going to ask you this again, and and I don't know if maybe it's a fluid situation or if it's something that we just need to keep discussing. What is the outlook for this team and the expectations for this season? Because I don't want to get ahead of myself, but at the same time, I don't want to sell this team short.
1: Well, again, the out the outlook is you look at Rutgers just just take a look at Rutgers, yeah, and, yeah, and Rutgers has played. Absolutely well, and they're surprising people. Where they're not—it's not a surprise to them, but to others that are looking at this, it's a surprise. They're ten and four, two and one in conference. Um, And I told you, I said you do not want to play this Rutgers team. You at did, home.
0: You did. They're that.
1: They're that. See, this is this is what what Rutgers is doing is the blueprint for what I'm trying to get Nebraska to understand. You handle, handle, handle home, and you'll find yourself with the type of record that Rutgers has. Yes, they haven't broken through in the top 20, uh, 25 yet. You know, they just but beat a lot Purdue. Games, they're probably
0: headed that way.
1: Yeah, and, and a lot of their games weren't you know crazy. They got their 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 butts handed to them in Indiana, uh, but then they play um, at Ohio. Uh, I'm sorry, they beat the brakes off Indiana. I, I missed that. That was their first. Their, that was their first Big Ten game. They beat the brakes off of Indiana, and then they came back and had Ohio State on the ropes and ended up losing by one. So all of these games, to include Seton Hall, um, those those three were tough ones for them, especially those losses, uh, to lose the way that they did. But then uh, a good win against Wake Forest, Bucknell, and now they're rolling. You see what I'm saying? And they end up clipping – what I thought Nebraska would have been the one to say that they did, they ended up clipping Purdue and uh, getting a 65-64 win. So this team is a team to watch out for. They're dangerous. I think Nebraska has a blueprint like them. If they take that into mind, they'll find themselves you know, outside of that play in they'll get that bye. I think that's the way they have to look at it. We've got to get to a buy. We don't want to be playing five games to make a run. We want to get to one of those buy games and then see what it does.
0: And I think it's definitely possible, especially when you look at this this next stretch for Nebraska and also, Strick, I, I'm with you. Don't even get me started on the Purdue game. Nebraska got absolutely hosed. I don't care what anybody says. Yes, you had a chance to win that game. Listen, when you play the number one team in the country, you need some some calls to go your way. I don't know what you mm-hmm. want me to tell you. You need calls to go your way, and the calls went in favor of Purdue. Don't even get me started on that last foul call. But, Strick, you look at this next stretch for Nebraska. Uh, like, like we said, tonight they're going to face off on the Big Ten Network uh, at six o'clock against Michigan State then you have that winnable game on the road like you said in Minnesota host an Illinois team then you're going to have a couple games against Purdue and Ohio State so I think that's probably why I, I keep looking at this situation and the outlook on this season is fluid because I think you have a little bit of a back and forth here I think that Michigan State Minnesota both winnable games Purdue host Ohio State maybe you can find a win in one of those but I think this game is, is, is certainly uh, an important one for Nebraska, especially against the Michigan State team, like I said, that was 12th in the country at one point this season. So, break it down for me, Strick. We got a, a few more minutes left in this segment. Keys to the game for Nebraska tonight.
1: Well, Nebraska des- definitely needs to hold their own uh, uh, inside. Uh, this is a tremendous free throw shooting team. Do what they've done, just don't change anything. Key one do what you do, don't foul. Don't have stupid right. fouls. Don't let them get comfortable. Don't let them start seeing buckets going in the rim by shooting free throws. They're a good free throw shooting team. That's a setup for you to have a bad night with the team that shoots this well at almost 40% from three. You, As a team, collectively, you want to be able to make sure you're not fouling them, letting them get comfortable by shooting just easy free throws. Uh, two, you want to basically make sure you're taking care of the ball just like they did against Iowa. You want to make sure that you're winning the 50-50 ball. Anything that's loose, anything that's fought for, anything that needs to be handled inside, any tug of wars for hell balls, all of that stuff Nebraska needs to be in the mix of and hopefully uh, uh, have a tremendous game there. Again, I still think a key to this game, especially on the road, is to get Vandermil going. Mm Somehow, yes. some way, we've got to get him to come out of his shell. Yes, he still has some productive games. Yes, he's still playing well. He's defensively a juggernaut. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is they need Bandamil to be able to knock down some of those shots that he's getting, those good looks that he's getting. And he's one of their better creators outside of you have Walker to be able to take off the dribble and in the post as well as Greasel in the post. They need to do that if they can take advantage of those situations as well and get their team in foul trouble.
0: Well, Strick, I want to ask you this because Steve drops the ball, asks us this on the text. line. also, you guys can let us know what you think. 402-464-5685. Thoughts on the game tonight? Well, first and foremost, he says, does Virginia Tech play basketball? Actually, Steve uh, from Omaha, Virginia Tech is the reigning ACC champ. So, yes, Virginia Tech does play basketball. Uh, but he asks this, Strick, and I'll let you take this one away. He says, does coach need to address the scoring droughts over the past two games?
1: Because um, that, that has yeah, been a concern
0: I, I, that you've talked about.
1: Yeah, because you you can you can have great nights of defense like you had against Iowa, and that. but you want to get to a point where you're having great nights of defense, but that keeps you in the game. If you're not going to be a team that's going to get easy opportunities, you're not going to get fast break opportunities, you're not a team that has breakdown capabilities off the dribble to be able to create space for other guys to get good looks. If you don't have that type of team, you've got to find out a way to get easy baskets. And so you know when I think about it uh, Nate this team struggles in that area and they they have to address it because they have to be flawless in setting screens, they have to be flawless in running their cuts, they have to be flawless in making their passes and then they have to be flawless in 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 their execution and that's the only way that they can score. This team if you run a straight all out um half court game court court game if you run an all out half court game with the huskers this team is really only capable of scoring anywhere from 55 to 60 something 65 points i say but if they get those easy opportunities whether it be from the free throw line or in transition they get themselves in the 70s with the way that they play defense them getting anything close to 70 is going to put them in any situation to win a game and so that's what i'm that's what the goal is is how can we increase our numbers to get it to this this number without doing anything significantly different outside of us getting easier opportunities. So it's not asking you to do it. It's not asking you to become, you know, similar to Bryce, uh, you know, uh, Bryce McGowan's uh, who, who could take over and do stuff like that. No, we're not asking you to do that, but we're just asking, how can you help us in easy opportunities to get to this point?
0: What do you think is the score total that you want to see from Nebraska tonight?
1: I I would like to see it from uh, probably 68 to 72. Okay. If it's, if it's way lower than that, they're either having a bad shooting night or they're not getting easy opportunities and it's way too hard. So then either this game is going to be in the fifties where they have a chance. But if, 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 if this team is shooting good tonight and they're not over 60, they're probably going to lose.
0: And I think that's probably a good number for Nebraska and, and, it's just so crazy that we're having this discussion, Strick, because I bet last year with the defensive effort you probably would have said 80-90 points for Nebraska, but now we're just saying you get to that around that 70 mark. Uh, I think that puts Nebraska in a pretty good chance to win. Uh, again, one last time, Nebraska will face off against Michigan State tonight. It'll be played on Big Ten Network. <laughs> Six o'clock, Michigan State comes into this one as a seven and a half point favorite, but Nebraska coming off a huge win against Iowa. We'll see if they can keep that momentum heading into this one against Michigan State again tonight at six o'clock on the Big Ten Network. We got to take a quick break. Steve Simple going to join us next. Uh, Xavier Betts has entered the transfer portal. We're going to get some of his thoughts on that, recruiting, and more. That's coming up next right here on the block. 937, the ticket.